Blog Talk Radio. And welcome to episode 355 of the Dr. Mike Spella podcast. Today's date is Thursday, February 25, 2016, and it is 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And this is going to be a very uh, different type of episode uh, in that I'm going to reintroduce myself to all of you, which I think may sound a little awkward. Um, But I'm going to post this episode front and center on the uh, welcome page or the about page at drmikesvilla.com. I probably should have done this a long time ago, but many of you... uh, think and have advised me that I should have done this a long time ago, but I am so thankful for all of you who are new patients to my practice. Uh, I get patients all the time who do a Google search um, of Salem, Ohio and family practice or primary care, and they find my name and they say, Dr. Savilla, I'm, I'm here because I did a search of you and and uh, wanted to know more about you. So I uh, figured I should introduce myself better to prospective patients and those who are interested to what I have to say about social media. So here it goes. So who am I? Uh, I am Dr. Mike Sevilla, and uh, I was born and raised in Youngstown, Ohio, USA. And the Youngstown community is in the northeastern part of the great state of Ohio, I grew up in the Bourbon and Canfield area of the Youngstown community, and my parents still reside there. My in-laws live in Trumbull County, Ohio, which is also close by. Uh, So that makes me a local boy to the area here, born and raised here. Those of you who are locally uh, will recognize uh, the name of the school. I went to Youngstown Cardinal Mooney High School, and I graduated in the great class of 1990. And I know all of you are doing the math right now to see how old I am. I applied and was accepted to the Northeastern Ohio University's College of Medicine, locally formerly known as NeoUCOM, which is now known as the Northeastern Ohio Medical University, now known as NeoMed. I did my undergraduate work at Youngstown State University and I did my clinical work in the cities of Youngstown, Akron, and Canton, Ohio, including the hospitals of Northside Medical Center and St. Elizabeth's Hospital in Youngstown, Ohio, Akron Children's Hospital, Akron City, and Akron General Hospital in Akron, and Altman Hospital in Canton, Ohio. I did my residency training in the specialty of family medicine at what was known at the time as Barberton Citizens Hospital in Barberton, Ohio, which is close to the Akron, Ohio area. It is, of course, now known as Summa Barberton Hospital when you do Google searches now. One of the reasons I chose that hospital was that I knew I wanted to work in a smaller community with a relatively small community hospital. My wish came true when I landed a job close to where I live and grew up uh, in the community of Salem, Ohio in 2001, 
I started working at the Family Practice Center of Salem at 2370 Southeast Boulevard in Youngstown, Ohio. I'm sorry, in Salem, Ohio. Our phone number is 330-332-9961. Our website address is Salem Practice. I'm sorry. Our website is familypracticesalem.org. Familypracticesalem.org. We have six family physicians and one nurse practitioner. Our office still sees patients at this hospital, which is Salem Regional Medical Center. Our office sees patients at the local nursing homes here in Salem. Our office has a lab, which means we have the ability to do blood draws. We also have the ability to perform tests like ultrasound testing and osteoporosis bone scan testing. And in case if you're wondering, yes, we see children, even newborns, at the Family Practice Center of Salem. Yes, we do gynecological exams, GYN exams like pap smears. Yes, we see older patients like those in their 70s and 80s and 90s. That's what family medicine is all about at the Family Practice Center of Salem. Simply put, we take care of the community of Salem and surrounding communities, and we have patients from all reaches of Columbiana County and neighboring counties. And yes, we are accepting new patients. So shifting gears, why am I a family physician? What is my family medicine story? Well, my father is a retired surgeon. My parents are from the great country of the Philippines, and they migrated to Youngstown, Ohio in the late 1960s. And I really wanted to be a surgeon when I applied to medical school. My dream was to go into practice with my father and eventually take over his business. But as I went through my medical school curriculum, my medical school studies, I learned that uh, I enjoyed a lot of the other specialties as well. I enjoyed uh, taking care of kids. I enjoyed uh, my OBGYN rotation. I enjoyed my surgery rotation. I enjoyed my internal medicine rotation. I even enjoyed my psychiatry rotation. So when it came during and at the end of my third year of medical school, which is the pivotal decision year, I decided that I wanted to do primary care. I wanted to do family medicine. I wanted to do family medicine uh, in my local community, practicing medicine in my local community. That was, that was my uh, adjusted dream. <laughs> when I started medical school, I wanted to be a surgeon, but, but uh, I ended up uh, being a family physician. And, you know, the best ways to describe a family physician uh, is from our friends at uh, healthisprimary.org, 
Family Medicine for America's Health. But you can go to healthisprimary.org. And there they have uh, the definition of family physicians, because I get this question a lot. And I'm quoting from their website, uh, which is quoted from another source. But family physicians are personal doctors for people of all ages and health conditions. They are a reliable first contact for health concerns and directly address most health care needs. Through enduring partnerships, family physicians help patients prevent, understand, and manage illness, navigate the health system, and set health goals. Family physicians and their staff adapt their care to the unique needs of their patients and communities. They use data to monitor and manage their patient population and use the best science available to prioritize services most likely to benefit health. They are ideal leaders of healthcare systems and partners for public health. And if you would want more information about this, go to health is primary.org. But when medical students, because I have medical students that rotate with me all the time, they come to my office, I show them what I do there, I show them what family physicians do. When, when medical students, and anyone else for that matter, ask me why family medicine, here's what I tell them. I love thinking about the entire person. I'm glad I'm not limited to one part of the person like the heart or the eye or the stomach or the leg or any other organ system. I love interacting with families and learning the family dynamics so I can help the individual person in addition to the entire family. Family medicine is not about the medicine. It's about the family. The office visits I love are those with three or even four generations in the same room. Yes, the visit is chaotic sometimes, but yet it is so gratifying to me. I love, uh, I love taking care of patients in the hospital, in the nursing home, in addition to my office setting. And even those in, in the this may sound eerie to people in the general public. I love taking care of patients from cradle to grave, end-of-life work or hospice-slash-palliative care work is so challenging at times. But I'm glad I'm there for my patients during this critical time. Now, if all of that convinces you about being a new patient... Give us a call. Call the Family Practice Center of Salem at 330-332-9961. Our office is located at 2370 Southeast Boulevard in Salem, Ohio. Check out the website at familypracticesalem.org. Familypracticesalem.org.
Now, shifting gears again, now why social media? What is my social media story? Why am I so passionate about digital media and social media? Well, my social media story begins in 2005 when I became curious about blogs and about blogging. I asked myself, self, are there really physicians out there who are using this blogging platform? Now, back at that time, this was before Twitter, this was before Facebook, this was before Instagram. And back in 2006, I started a blog called the Dr. Anonymous blog. Curious the name, isn't it? Well, the reason I chose that is because the culture at the time in physician blogging, and when I started, there was only a handful of physician bloggers out there. The culture back then was to be anonymous, to not identify yourself by name, online. And back at that time, the culture was, there was a lot of venting. There was a lot of complaining. There was a lot of frustration. There's still frustration today, but the culture then was to complain about it online. And just like I did, um, I complained about patients. I talked about patients. I talked about insurance companies. I talked about attorneys. And, of course, that's not what we should be doing now, but that's what we did then. And, of course, as time went on, and I think even within the first year or year and a half I started the blog, people started getting discovered. There are many physician bloggers who stopped writing, who got discovered, who were fired, who had consequences. And at that time, I almost quit myself. And a lot of people um, encouraged me to continue. I remember getting some of my first international blog comments. I know nobody comments on blogs anymore because there's all kinds of things out there like Twitter and Facebook. But back then, they only had blog comments. And uh, I remember getting my first international uh, comments you know, from Asia and from Europe. And that's when I really started seeing the power, the communication power of social media. And as people were getting discovered and fired and having complications from the social media use, I decided to pivot uh, and to not talk about patients anymore and to talk about news, news topics and clinical topics. The first year of the blog, I was nominated for Best New Medical Blog, and that's one of the things I'm very proud of in my social media career. Now, a year later, um, I started this podcast. It was then at the time known as the Dr. Anonymous Podcast. And what did I do back then? Well, it was still very mysterious, the art uh, of physician blogging, social media blogging, medicine blogging, healthcare blogging. And the unique niche that I had at that time was that I was able to get interviews with some of these people who uh, were, you know, never uh, interviewed before. They only knew, uh, they were only 
knew of by what they had on their blog. And what was really fun is was to get people on the podcast to listen to their voice and to listen to them tell their stories. Or so some of the old blog, uh, uh, the old podcast episodes at uh, blogtalkradio.com slash Dr. Mike Sibilla, if you could find it. Um, or I, I, I still have a, a bunch of them if you want to email me. <laughs> uh, one of my marketing things at the time was uh, uh, I had the podcast that went beyond the blog uh, to get you to get to know the authors of these mysterious blog posts. Of course, that's archaic now, but um, got a lot of listeners, and it was a good time. So I started the podcast in 2007, and in 2009, um, I started being asked to do local, state, and national presentations as an anonymous blogger, which was a very unusual thing. And then in 2010, uh, I was asked to uh, be on the cover. Uh, well, I was asked to be on the, I was asked to do an interview for Medical Economics magazine, and I was surprisingly placed on the cover. Uh, and you can still uh, probably find that somewhere out there. It was in December of 2010. And also in 2010, I uh, started uh, uh, collaborating with other people uh, and doing things like reporting from, from conferences. Uh, the big uh, uh, HIMSS conference, that is a big uh, health technology conference. Um, and uh worked with my good friend, uh, Dr. Val Jones, uh, back at that time, uh, uh, to uh, interview people uh, live on live stream before I think live stream was a word. <laughs> of course, we did do it on Ustream, so I guess that was it. Uh, and you can see some of those interviews at drmexpilla.tv, and that was a fun time too. Now, in 2011, uh, I did my first rebranding, uh, no longer Dr. Anonymous, and I wasn't really comfortable going with my own name yet. So uh, I rebranded to something called uh, familymedicinerocks.com and podcast. And uh, that was fun for a while. And in 2013, I really was burned out. Uh, Social media was not fun anymore. So I took a break from social media for what seemed like a long time, but it was uh, probably, uh, I think it was a month or six weeks or something like that. And uh, following that, I, I, uh, I rebranded myself again to where I am today, which is my own name on my social media properties, drmexvilla.com and on Twitter and everything else. And it's been a fun ride. Uh, one of the many highlights was uh, of my social media career was I was able to uh, have an opportunity to do a, a TED Talk locally, uh, TEDx Youngstown, Ohio, took place in 2015. And I was a member of their second class uh, uh, of speakers. Uh, the first year of that event was 2014. And I um, talked about, obviously, uh, medicine and social media. And you can check that out at uh, drmikesfeld.com. And uh, I do have a link for that talk, which uh, I'll talk a little bit about later. And now, I mean, I'm, st- I'm continuing to speak nationally now, but not as much uh, because uh, social media uh is continuing to gain acceptance um but it has been a fun ride being one of the at least physician pioneers uh in the area my social media career has allowed me to travel to 
really interesting places uh, in the United States, uh, from Alaska to Maine, from Florida to California, and everywhere uh, in between. Uh, I am constantly being named as one of the best physicians to follow on Twitter. As of this recording, um, I have over 23,000 Twitter followers, which I'm very proud of. Uh, and you can check out all the lists, uh, well, not all, but you can check out all, many of the lists I've been named to uh, at drmikesville.com slash media. Now, one of the things that my social media career has taught me is that uh, no one else in the world is going to stand up for what you believe in other than you. You must do it yourself. And social media is the best way to get your message out. For example, I am uh, passionate about family medicine and primary care. I believe every person in the United States deserves the care of a family physician. I believe that family medicine has the answers to solve the health care crisis in America. And I utilize social media to get that message out there. I'm also passionate about clinical issues like immunizations. The great majority of my TED Talk in Youngstown, Ohio, was how the industry of medicine initially missed the boat on using social media to tell the truth about vaccines. Like they do not, they do not, vaccines do not cause autism. And scientifically, that's been debunked by now. You can check out my TEDx Youngstown talk at drmikesvold.com slash about. So that's probably enough for this episode of the Dr. Mike Sevilla podcast. I thank you for checking out episode 355. I encourage you to uh, check out the podcast at uh, iTunes and subscribe to it. You can also check out the podcast at blogtalkradio.com slash drmikesevilla. I can get you a lot of the old episodes, and they are old. <laughs> Even including me introducing this show as the, uh, as the uh, Dr. Anonymous show. You're going to like that from uh, all the way in 2007 and 2008. Gems of episodes, let me tell you. Um, I also encourage you to check out the website at uh, drmikesville.com. That'll get you all of my links on every social media platform. Well, okay, a lot of social media platforms out there. You can follow me on Twitter. Um, I have a very extensive YouTube page, which includes uh, local TV interviews here in Youngstown, Ohio, over the past few years, which I'm very proud of. Um, I also have a, an Instagram account and, and other accounts that uh, you can check out at drmikesville.com. Uh, so that ends this episode. I know it's kind of an unorthodox episode, but this is kind of a, a reintroduction episode of me to all of you. I, I really welcome um, all the prospective new patients uh, that are going to be uh, listening uh, to this episode and hopefully uh, giving the office a call uh, at uh, 330-332-9961, Family Practice Center of Salem. And you can check out our website at 
family practice Salem dot O-R-G. I am Dr. Mike Savilla, drmikesavilla.com, and we will talk to you all very soon. Good night, everybody.